Time for our weekly conversation with pride of the Jaguars running back Fred Taylor. And this is Fred Taylor's kind of weekend, I would imagine. The cocktail party, Florida, Georgia on Saturday, and then Jaguars Steelers on Sunday. It doesn't get much better than that, Fred. JP, it is heaven. It is heaven for me this week. Uh, but let, I got to correct you really quickly. It's not just the cocktail party. It's the world's largest cocktail party like you can have to put emphasis on world's largest cocktail party between the gators and the bulldogs absolutely love this weekend always looking forward to it win lose or draw i prefer the win but uh it's just an amazing time to to, to uh get back to jacksonville not just myself uh former teammates guys that i played against in this game that became teammates and, and eventually brothers of mine uh first guy that jumps out is marcus Stroud. Amazing friend of mine. Uh, we I thought we almost had him at the University of Florida. I hosted him on a recruiting trip. And the next thing, next time I see Marcus, he's on the cover of Sports Illustrated, ripping out of a Gator t-shirt with a Bulldog t-shirt underneath. And I wanted to go and do something to him and rough him up. But uh, we ended up playing in that game uh, my senior year, his freshman year, and they beat us. Uh, he had a good game. He, Richard Seymour, other guys that I've become really good friends with, Robert Edwards over the years, Champ Bailey, uh, uh, Boss Bailey, and so many others uh, from that team. Um, George, Big George Foster, offensive lineman. Uh, but, yeah, man, just great, great time for football. You know, great time for the city of Jacksonville. You know, it, it, it boosts the local economy. It provides jobs for the weekends. Everybody looks forward to it. Uh, I'll have a few cocktails myself safe responsible drinking cocktails and i'll be rooting on my gators like i said when it was a draw i'll be high-fiving and diving and enjoying myself we'll see if the gators can uh, knock off the bulldogs uh, georgia has come in with a 24 game win streak it's now the <sighs> third longest win streak of any sec team ever and the last time they lost in the regular season, though, was back in 2020 against the Florida Gators. We'll see if they can get it done again this Saturday. Then we turned the a lot page. going on then, JP. <laughs> it was a lot going on in 2020. I mean, hey, yeah. hopefully we can get the same result this year. Not as much is going on, but we had to pivot and do a whole lot of stuff in 2020. But we got the win. So hopefully we can bring it back. Yeah, there was a different head coach. The quarterback, Kyle Trask, was there. Of course, Kyle Pitts. And they knocked Stetson Bennett out of the game. And they got three interceptions on defense that day. The Gators did. That's what it took. This game always has something weird, an ejection or a recovery. or like <laughs> it's something That's weird. why – that's another reason why you throw the records out. Yeah, You throw the records completely out, and everybody comes, and, 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 and they have the time of their life tailgating. And some people don't even make it in the stadium because they're having too much fun, but they hear about it. You know, they can watch, they can rewatch it. You know, uh, nowadays you can easily rewatch it. But uh, end result, we would certainly love to, to see the Gators win, or at least I would. Uh, and maybe you might too, because the Bulldogs kind of stole a bit of your Bama uh, Crimson Tide glory. But I digress. We won't have to talk about that. We can just, you know, we can pivot or segue into the Steelers now. If yes. you would like. Well, I would say this. I'm a neutral observer on Saturday <laughs> calling the game on Westwood one. I, hey, I'm I'm right down the middle, straight and narrow on Saturday. 
for, for sure. All right, all right. Put a little now, extra sauce on it for the Gators, though, okay? Like, I, you got control of that. I'll see what I can do. Uh, let us pivot and, and, yes, as you said, go to the Jaguars-Steelers matchup. You know, the Jaguars historically have played well in Pittsburgh. Last yeah. nine trips to Pittsburgh since 99 – the Jags have won seven of those, including the two playoff games. So you take good football teams that travel. It happens that those years, Steelers have been on the schedule a lot. So uh, you can't be intimidated by the place up there. It should be a good matchup, though. It's almost mirror images. This is a, a Steelers team that's, you know, winning kind of ugly. The Jaguars haven't yeah. quite hit their stride on offense yet. We're playing good defense. So a good test this week. Yeah, I think it'll be a great test. But as you mentioned, first and foremost, you can't be intimidated by, you know, the the dressing. You know, uh, back in the day, the, the steel curtain, that was the one thing that was a huge intimidation factor. And Jacksonville was a young team who actually in that same division said, no, we're not going to be, once again, treated like, you know, the the bottom or the, the little brother in this division. And with Coach Coughlin and his mindset, the teams that he sort of built to be physically tough and to be able to be able to go and play in any uh, conditions, whether it be the weather, the heat, you know, he, he did not care. You know, he you lined up and it was smash mouth football. And that's just been a history of this rivalry. Um, this, um, yeah, I can call it a rivalry because it's so much great back and forth. It's, it's not an interconference rivalry, much like the Titans. Uh, but um, I mean, in a uh, division rivalry, I'm sorry, like the Titans, uh, but it's a, it's always a great matchup. And even now, as you mentioned it, without Big Ben, without some of the usual suspects that we're so used to seeing over the, the past decade and a half uh, uh, with the Steelers, they still had the same mindset. You know, that their mentality is defense, defense, defense. They're going to win their games through defense or at least set themselves up. The Super Bowls that they've won in the last 20 years, the two uh, that they won, um, it came from great defensive performances. Uh, uh, and I don't want to get through all of those great players that they had on all those defenses. But even now, you know, led by T.J. Watt, you know, he inspires the whole team. He's a guy that can change the the the, the outcome of the game. Last week, I believe he just kind of came off of a play and had an interception that he started running like a running back on the return. Such a great player, man. And he earns every accolade that he's received since he's been in the NFL. And on the flip side, uh, it's a good challenge for our offense, for our defense. You know, Kenny Pickett, he's a guy who's still coming along. He's fiery. He's feisty. We had him on the pivot. Uh, a guy who believes in his ability. The team believes in him. You know, uh, you throw in uh, uh, George Pickens in that fold. Uh, a big receiver who can get it done and he's hungry and he wants to prove that he's uh, one of the better receivers in the NFL. Uh, Ryan Clark, my co-host on the other show, The Pivot, you know, he went as far to say uh, George Pickens is as talented or maybe has more talent than uh, Justin uh, 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 Jefferson, Jettis over in Minnesota. And I was like, whoa, that's big. He's like, no, I'm not being biased. I study players, and it's the truth. So uh, the defensive backs are going to have their hands full. I can't forget about Najee uh, right there in the backfield. So they have a nice group of running backs, too. So it, it should be a solid ball game. 
Uh, I expect it to be a close ball game uh, with the Jaguars winning. Fred Taylor with us, proud of the Jaguars running back. Uh, Trevor Lawrence playing through the knee issue last Thursday night in the Superdome, wore the brace. He was the leading rusher in the game, oddly (laughs) enough, which is crazy. Uh, But that tells you a lot about uh, the way he fought through and played in that game. And they had a lull middle of the game on offense, but when it mattered, he made the throw to Christian Kirk. Christian ran 44 yards for the touchdown, and it was a good night once the defense got their final stop of the night. But to have Trevor playing through that knee issue – He's still going to have the brace this week, Fred, but it tells you a lot about his want to and, and ability to be out there. Yeah, I, I just love, you know, to see that sort of performance from Trevor. You know, I, I do want to ask you because I know you're 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 such a great researcher. Uh, you got all of the stats. Uh, I don't recall the last time a Jaguars quarterback led the game in in in, in rushing, <laughs> led the team in rushing in a game. But I'm pretty sure you got it. You got it somewhere. Or we'll go find it. We'll let it find that. that Yeah, I I would Um, guess that maybe Minshew, maybe a game or two, had a weird. Yeah, I would think Gardner probably did during that. Certainly, maybe Blake, but he had Fournette, so maybe not. Yeah, I I don't know. Yeah, that's a good question. Yeah, it's tough, but I'm pretty sure. I don't know if it's been done. But either case, just to show the gutsy performance by Trevor uh, to make the game in a short week. A Thursday night football, we have to remind everybody, it's a Thursday night game, big heavy brace. I absolutely despise uh, those break braces. Uh, but it does re-encourage the, um, the confident just being out there. You know, it feels more stable and, and it allows them to go out there and uh, just have the mindset that I don't have to just focus on me. I got to focus on my job at hand. And once that adrenaline gets going, he's such the such an uh, ultimate pro and competitor, um, you know, he's going to get out there and just forget about his knee or what it feels like. That adrenaline is going to take him to another level. And we've seen Trevor from college be that way where he leads his guys. And now here with Jacksonville, uh, but even more importantly, to, to go a step further, man, the offensive line, JP, you know, they knew what was at stake. They knew they had to protect Trevor. Uh, versus a really good Saints uh, defensive front. And they went out, didn't allow sack, didn't allow any hits or pressures on the, on the quarterback, which is so – well, they allowed some pressure. What was that, like 8%? It wasn't or, many. It, it was, was, it was hand, low. less than five. Yeah. yeah, whatever that percentage is, that don't really matter in this day and age. Uh, and for analytics, maybe, but he didn't get hit. In real time, he didn't get hit. He didn't get sacked. So you can only imagine how good he must have felt to go out there and be able to do everything and make the throws he made and lead his team to a victory. This week will be different. The Steelers have a – they got a former NFL defensive player of the year uh, in there, uh, uh, and they have some other guys back there. They have really good secondary veteran Pat Peterson on the other side, Joey Porter uh, Jr., um, Mika Fitzpatrick's back there. Mika Fitzpatrick, very smart, uh, 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 free safety. So it's a a different makeup this week. Uh, They're still as defense, as I mentioned a second ago, I think is better than their offense in terms of uh, uh, leading their team to victory. So it'll be a different matchup. I think the coaches will have a better game plan uh, this week. You'll probably see the running back ship a bit more on, uh, on those DNs. Uh, and, and then release out into check downs. 
Uh, the Steelers play a lot of zone blitz. They'll be able to get some check down opportunities off the zone blitz. And I think they'll also be able to take a few shots this week uh, versus that secondary. So, again, I expect it to be a really good game with the Jaguars coming out on top. Fred Taylor with us. And, you know, what could change the game plan for both teams is the weather. There's an 80% chance, as we record this, an 80% chance of rain on Sunday throughout the game. We'll see how heavy that is. The Jaguars, the last time there was a monsoon rainstorm, that was in Philly last year. That didn't go so well. No, that one didn't. Uh, but we're not in Philly, thank God. We are in uh, uh, Hinesville, Pittsburgh. Aquasure Stadium, Fred. They changed the oh, name. Aquasure. That's right. Aquasure. <laughs> yeah. Dang it. Dang it. I knew that. I I I wrote it down somewhere. Uh so I but you know, the last time we played there and the weather was awful, twice in a short span. I believe that was the 07 season. Mm -hmm. Back to back, we had a snow game and then we had a freezing cold, frigid game. And we went up there and we handled our business, which is what I expect the Jaguars uh, uh, team to do. And even more so, it just means let's just run the ball, run the ball more. I think you'll take a load off the, uh, uh, the quarterback and, and, and he can just turn around and hand it off to ETN. Ball security will be, you know, one of those things that um, you have to pay close attention to. But uh, I think the Jaguars can run the ball on this defense. Fred, um, best of luck to the Gators. And uh, we'll talk to you in the post game after the Jags Steelers matchup. You mean after the win? Uh, yes, yes. After the win, is that a lock? Of course. You know, I'm going to lock it. I'm see. I'm not. I hope nobody's out there betting because I say lock. Bet because you want to do that on your own time. Just a disclaimer. I say lock because lock is a four letter word like love, and I love my Jaguars, and I don't care what's going on. I'm going to say. They're going to win. I'm always going to feel confident that they're going to win. One, it's my team. Two, it's, it's the NFL. Anything can happen. Last week, you know, uh, uh, all types of stuff happened uh, uh, last week in the NFL with a few losses. Um, so, um, yeah, that, that's why I say it's a lot, JP, because I'm confident my guys can go and play a good game versus a good opponent. Yeah. The master of four-letter words, Fred Taylor. It's nice to talk to you. We'll see you later, man. <laughs> later.